Welcome back to the Sportsish Podcast, a place for those of us who like sports-ish. We make sports fun, cute, and digestible. It is not your boyfriend's sports news. That stuff is boring. My name is Lily, and I am joined by my co-host and sports enthused husband, Ashton. And tonight, he is my co-host for the Sportsish Oscars. Ashton, welcome to the Sportsish Oscars. Thank you. Very excited. What are you wearing tonight? Tell us. I'm wearing a red sweater. Or who are you wearing? That's the proper question they ask at the Oscars. Who am I wearing? Who are you wearing? That's a red carpet question. Who are you wearing? You're wearing Roan. Yeah. Roan. Oh, that's what they mean, like, as in the designer. (laughs) I was, like, trying to think of, like, who's the most boring dresser that I can possibly (laughs) You really don't know award show lingo. I was literally going to say... Probably Adam Sandler. <laughs> no, no, who are you wearing is like Valentino, Dior, Chanel, etc. So when I say, who are you wearing? You're wearing Roan apparel. I'm wearing Roan. At Roan. We love you. I am wearing Sportsish, the Sportsish branded sweatshirt for my... Must be nice. You know what? I will get you a sweatshirt. Actually, you can order one. You can order yourself one. Ashton is better because... Our merchandise is out of state, and he has not ordered himself one, a sportsish sweatshirt. But you can get one on our website, thesportsish.com. We still have some stock left of our, our hoodies and our crewnecks. I'm wearing the pink crewneck right now, the embroidered crewneck. It is. It's pretty cute. I love it. Anyways, welcome to the Sportsish Oscars. Uh, we have a lot to cover today. We have sports news of the week. And then we're gonna we're really gonna go into the Oscars, but let's start about start with talking about what's going down in the sports world. There's a lot. There's a, it was a dramatic week. Yeah, and yeah, we're not just talking about the drama with you know the it's a Bravo TV show. You've heard about this, right? With like the affair of someone named Raquel and the Toms. I'm not, I'm not really well versed Uh, on it. Yeah. I don't really know anything about that. I've heard whisperings of that in the office, but yes. Yeah. There's a reason we're not like a, a solely pop culture podcast and it's because we're not as well versed in that kind of stuff, but that's been dramatic. Haley Bieber has been so dramatic with Selena Gomez. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to think, but I, from what I've seen, I'm inclined to say team Selena. Yeah. I feel like I don't know too much about it. It feels like Haley Bieber might be a little bit of a mean girl. I will say, I think the media, social media especially, blows it up way out of proportion. I think they turn like nothing burgers into something. I don't know, though. Haley is kind of obsessed with Selena. I mean, the signs are there. It's yeah, yeah. The signs are definitely there. I, I do think sometimes we take it a little too far with some of the, oh, did you see what she posted? Or did you see... Uh, Justin Bieber's party favors that he sent, and it's like, like that was what? clearly about Selena. It's like I don't, I don't think that was about Selena, but I feel like that happens a lot. So it's like progressively made into a bigger thing than it really is. I ate it up, but that is the ish of the week. We're getting into the sports ish of the week. There's been a lot of drama in the sports world. We're gonna start with one of my least favorite people in the sports world. His name is Jackson Mahomes. I actually don't even know if we can say he is in the sports world. He by is affiliation. By, by affiliation, by brotherhood. He is the younger brother. We've talked about him. Younger brother of Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So he has been accused. Actually, he's been charged with assault. What do you think of it? What's your take? Yeah, I'm not upset by this. I'm not a huge Jackson Mahomes fan. So seeing that, obviously, I feel for the the lady who, you know, was the victim here. I feel for her, but I'm not upset seeing Jackson Mahomes being dragged through the mud here. I mean, um, the video, I've seen the video. I mean, it's right. pretty bad. TMZ has it and has released it. Not shocked. They're wildly <laughs> impressive when it comes to getting things from police officers. They have no moral compass, TMZ. No, but, like they're, but they're they good reporters. It. They're good reporters. They I mean, do not miss. They, they get it all. That's yeah. for sure. They're the ones who did the Draymond punch on Jordan Poole. Was it Jordan Poole he yeah. punched? Yeah. Yeah, they got that footage. They get all of the footage, literally all of the everything things. they do not miss. It's and because when they, when, they have no moral compass and they, and when they report it, it's almost always accurate. Yeah. You know, I'm, I have mixed feelings about TMZ. They're a little bit on the trashy side for me, 
but they do have the video. And they do not miss. I'm here for it. Of Jackson Mahomes. Yep. So what happened is he went into a restaurant with his buddies. Apparently he had pushed a waiter. And so the restaurant owner took him to her office to speak with him. Now, he actually has history with the restaurant owner's daughter, as in he knows her. So he had met that restaurant owner previously. She brought him into her office and as you can see in the video, he grabs her and forcibly grabs her, like grabs her by the throat, by the throat. Yes. Kind of sketchy. Yeah. Not kind of sketchy. Really sketchy. So Jackson Mahomes grabs this woman by the throat, forcibly kisses her twice, and she pushes him off. The report says that she tried to run away, get help. It's just all wild. And it could not be happening to a more self-absorbed person. Yeah, hate to see it. Couldn't happen to a worse guy. Feel for him. <laughs> um, okay, so next, kind of, this was not dramatic. This was fun. Travis Kelsey hosted Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you've seen any footage. We didn't watch it live, but I've gone back and watched it all. And he was incredible. Was he? He was really funny. I haven't actually seen him. I, I don't really watch SNL a whole lot. I was I feel really like impressed with him. A little bit him. lost their swagger, but I do love seeing clips of like some of the people they bring, and I feel like a lot of times they have good content. I thought he did a fabulous job. Jason showed up for a skit and was in the opening dialogue. Mama Donna was there. Love that. It was really sweet, and I thought it was so so funny. My favorite skit was when he played the straight male friend, and oh yes, I've heard the clips of that. Oh. It's so funny. It's so good. So if you're going to look up one skit from Travis's Saturday Night Live takeover with Kelsey Ballerini, I would go to the straight male friend skit. That was my favorite. Also, his opening monologue was pretty funny. He made fun of Patrick Mahomes' voice. He made fun of himself. He made fun of Jason. It was all really good. There have not been historically a ton of athletes on SNL, so... It was kind of fun to see him break outside of his shell. And we're actually talking about him later on the pod. He won a little, he won an Oscar in the sports Oscars. So we'll be talking about Killa Trav a little bit later. Now, one of the most dramatic pieces of sports news this week is Ja Morant. Fabulous NBA player, all-star. He's just very good. I don't know what else to say other than he's a very good player, but I'm going to let you talk about what happened this mm. past week. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Talk about trouble in paradise. Okay. So just to kind of set it up. Yeah. J John Morant is an electric player. One of the most athletically gifted players we've seen in a long time. Someone who people expect to kind of take over the league in terms of like face of the league. Right. Because he's just, he's a, you know, he's kind of an underdog, but he's a really good player. He's brought this Memphis team basically from the bottom of the league to, you know, being really relevant. One of the best teams in the league. Okay. I also should say, this is your mansplain minute. So I'm going to give you, I'll give you two minutes. Does that feel fair? Sure. So right. here's the timeline of John Morant. Okay. It starts back in July 22nd of last year. Okay, Jaw's mom got into a dispute with a store employee. So she then calls her son because of whatever happened there, Jaw. So Jaw shows up with nine friends. Okay, things escalate. Somebody pushed the security guard in the, in the head, the face, or something like that. Anyways, police are called. Once it's finally de escalated and they left the property, Jaw reportedly made some like kind of like aggressive ass or things. Uh, the, the quote is, let me find out what time he gets off, the report said. And the guard filed a police report because he felt threatened by the alleged comment and the physical contact. Um, then, four days later, Jaw gets into a fight with a 17-year-old during a pickup game in his backyard. So he beats him up with his childhood like best friend, Devontae Pack, punching him upwards of like 12 to 15 times. He's like mid-20s, is that right? Yeah, he's 22, he's 22 at the time. Okay, and this kid is 17. Yes, 17 years old, and it's in his backyard. So this isn't the worst part, though. He goes like back into the house or something, comes back out with a gun tucked into his waistband, but showing off the gun, basically, you know, brandishing a weapon, right, which is illegal. Okay. Um, 
So then there's that. A weapon isn't just like. Yeah, like using the weapon. It's not like, not like just showing like here it is, but like using it in a threatening way, right? Like if you have it tucked in your waistband waistband and you're arguing and you have your hand on your gun, like, you know, it like implies that you're, you know, gonna do something with it. Got it. Okay. Then August 10th, child turns 23. Then the next notable moment is in January 29th. So this past January. Yes. Bob Kravitz and Sam Amick pick up or report an incident. Um, this is one of the ones I've kind of brought up with John Morant and his little posse and the Pacers team. So allegedly Jaws friends get into a argument, an aggressive argument with some of these Pacers team, team affiliates or like team traveling party. Then after the game, Jaws friends confront them Later, like later, uh, I don't know, like a couple minutes later or whatever, Jaws SUV passes by slowly and a red laser, presumably a red laser attached to a gun, was trained on the Pacers personnel, right? Obviously, this freaks a lot of people out. There's some investigation going going into it. And then things just kind of start to unravel from there. Um, Now, the thing that's really blown up is... Your two minutes have, have faded, but let's get to the point. Yeah, yeah, we want we want to hear this part. So on March fourth, Morant appears to flash a gun on Instagram Live at a strip club, no less. Okay, um, this blows Classy. up for a number of reasons. One, obviously, he has a history with making threatening things with like threatening statements or actions with guns. The other thing is, is allegedly, you know, if you have a gun on NBA property on a team plane or team whatever it is you can be suspended for up to 50 games, Mm. right? So Colorado police open an investigation into them. On on March 8th, Colorado, the Colorado police closed the case because there's like insufficient evidence or just like there was no crime, right? Like no one reported him having a gun. No one was threatened by it. And so they're just like, yeah, like it's not, it's he technically, there's nothing illegal that he did. Um, But the league isn't looking into it, into it. Um, The commissioners come on said that like, okay, no one's going to like, dish out a 50 game suspension without league, you know, approval or something like that. So he's currently not playing with Memphis. He's under a, I think four game suspension, but like until just further notice. Yeah. Until further notice, but regardless, not a good look for the NBA, not a good look for the future face of the NBA either. Yikes. Yikes. And I, I was trading for him. He has a daughter who's on the sidelines a lot and he like does funny dances. I don't know. I liked Jammer yeah. until this this incident. So that's a bummer. A lot of people did, and it feels like you know people like the big question is like why is this guy acting like a thug? Like he is a good family. He seems like a good guy. Like it's just yeah, it's a tough look. Tough look. Okay, drama continues with Lionel Messi. You know the epic soccer player that we all know and love from the World Cup. So there was a shooting in his hometown where his family owns a grocery store. And then the shooters left a note and it's allegedly, I think part of the cartel is involved and they left a note that said, Messi, we're waiting for you. Javkin, who is the mayor of the city is also a drug trafficker. So he won't take care of you. And that's what the note said. Terrifying for all parties involved. Um, Messi is married with three little boys. And just that's like a a real life, like Netflix crime documentary. It seems pretty crazy to me, especially since like Messi is like regarded as Jesus over there. Right. Totally. Like he actually might be more popular than Jesus there. (laughs) The guy just wins a World Cup. They're probably on the same level. but So, like, it's just really shocking to me. It like, is shocking. And I, I bet he's terrified. I mean. I don't know. If I'm messy, it's like, pff, like, all of Argentina's on his side, it feels like. Apparently not. But, yeah, yeah that, that whole thing, like, it's just really, really shocking. Because as, as far as I'm aware, he's not, like, a polarizing figure. No. I mean, I, I didn't know anyone in that country hated him. I yeah. know he's. We're going to have to dig into this because it feels like a little random. There's got to be some crazy conspiracy theory. behind. We are it. going to do a sports crime episode. Hopefully not about Messi. Don't even say it. But hopefully not. he's not he's not involved in any of any more crimes. I hope that these well, men he's not involved in any away. crimes but or like, like that. He's hurt or his family's yeah, hurt. Yeah. We want the best for him. Okay. 
yesterday, was it yesterday at this point? It's March 9th. Yes. Yesterday was International Women's Day. It's Women's History Month. We've chatted a lot about this, especially last episode, but it was a great day in sports. We talked on Sportsish about how a lot of male athletes are actually investing in women's sports. So Steph Curry did his college thesis on advancing gender equity through sports, which is kind of cool. Then there was a record number of viewership this season for women's college basketball. 200,000 viewers on ESPN, and that's like the most viewed in a decade. So it's not the most viewed ever, but it seems like there is a dip in viewership, and now it's slowly coming back. Trending in the right direction. Trending. Love to see that. Women's sports. And then there are multiple male athletes who have invested in women's teams. Alex Ovechkin, an NHLer, as you would say. Uh, Kevin Durant. Joe Burrow, um, Joe Burrow and Jason Derulo are like such Jason Derulo. There he is. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. They invested in a women's professional volleyball team. Kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Charles Barkley. He made a statement last month that any American company who is not giving female athletes endorsements needs to get off their ass and do so. That's kind of funny coming from Charles Barkley because he's kind of notorious for saying somewhat sexist jokes on air. He, I think he's turned over a new leaf. Well, you know, I also think he's saying it in good fun, right? Like he also says mean things to Shaq, but that doesn't mean he doesn't love Shaq, right? Like I want to tell you something about Charles Barkley. I came into contact with Many professional athletes as a young child. Humble brag. Humble brag. But Charles Barkley is probably one of the only encounters I remember very well. And I was seven and I remember I was wearing my puff sleeve red dress and my big red bow. And he said something to me about how beautiful I was. I was seven. Okay. So it wasn't in a creepy way. It was very kind. (laughs) Easy guys. It's not Carl Malone. Okay. Oh my gosh. It was very kind. The Carl Malone joke is tasteless, but unfortunately true. Kind of funny. We can't, we can't dig in there yet. But uh, Charles Barkley is a classy guy, and I have good memories of meeting him. Yeah, he seems like a great stand-up guy. Don't know the guy. Pure speculation. Um, another wild story. K.J. Osborne. He is a player for the Vikings, and he and a few of his friends saved a man from a burning car this past week and he (laughs) documented the entire thing and put it on twitter yes (laughs) which was amazing i mean i haven't seen it yet i just like kind of know the story yeah no he took photos of the car burning he took selfies how much saving did he actually do that's what i'm questioning so it was all the friends he's just taking the credit (laughs) he took photos of the car after pictures or it didn't happen selfies with him and the victims but they all survived and i think it's amazing and then he gets it done and documents his his statement said last night myself and these three absolute heroes helped save a man's life by rescuing him from a vehicle up in flames after a bad crash so good good on you kj osborne we love you we don't know much it about it. Kind of reminds me. Uh, oh, never mind. It it was Nelson Aguilar. It was the. I for some reason in my mind, do you remember? There's like a, a viral video of this guy who catches these kids out of this burning building. No. And he has this like super viral interview where he's like, and I was just catching these kids. Oh. Unlike Nelson Aguilar, like. Oh yes, who and he, he, was, he who was like an NFL receiver for Philadelphia. Yeah, he did throw some football receiver under the bus. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. For some reason in my mind, I thought it was Nelson Aguilar who like caught the kid, but I was like, oh no, it was, no, the, he it was, was a guy. Sl- he was getting slandered. <laughs> that was amazing. I do remember that. All right. That's kind of like the top stories of the week. I anticipate another fully dramatic week going forward. Oh, there is some Tiger Woods drama. We got to touch on it. We actually just posted about it on Sportsish. So, do you know about this? I know of it. I haven't read into it. Oh, man. It's bad. So, his ex-girlfriend now, they broke Mm -hmm. up in October, but they had dated for five years. In October. For some reason, I thought it was way later than that or Mm -hmm. way, like, way 
more recent. No, not recent, like a longer time ago. Nope, October. Um, and her claim, her name is Erica. They dated for five years. And she was kind of one of the first people he had dated since his whole scandal that was like no one really know, knew who she was. Um, she wasn't a celebrity or a professional athlete or a model or a porn star or any of the above. <laughs> porn star. He, he went in that world. Uh, so anyways, she is suing his homestead in Florida. She's actually not suing him as a person. She's suing his like estate in Florida saying that he tricked her. So what happened is Tiger told her to go on a trip and he paid for the whole thing, bought her like her airplane tickets, booked her hotel, sent her away on this lovely vacation. Once she gets to the airport, she finds out that she is actually no longer invited back to the estate in Florida that she had been living And she said that he tricked her in order to kick her out of the home. So it's kind of, he pulled like a a fast one on her. Yeah, literally he books. She's suing his estate for this. Yes, because she, for some reason. Okay. So she has an NDA with him that she signed when she first started dating him. Yeah. And she is claiming that she has a right to break that NDA. And she says that. So, okay, through the Speak Out Act, NDAs can be broken in cases of sexual assault or harassment. And she's not necessarily accusing Tiger of that, but she is saying that she has grounds to break the NDA from the Speak Out Act. So there is potential Interesting. for something to come out about sexual assault or har- harassment by Tiger. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. This has some red flags throwing up for me. Guess how much money she's seeking. I'm sure a shiz ton. $30 million of damages. Okay. I mean, that's a lot of money. Maybe not for Tiger Woods, but like substantial it's amount. a lot of money. I'll be honest. This feels like a money grab. It, okay. it, I will say this. Look, Tiger doesn't have the best history with women, so I'm not going to like Should throw Should we her, review real I'm quick? Not, no, I'm just saying I'm not going to throw her accusations like out the window, but also like innocent till proven guilty. Based on what you just told me, I have some doubts well let me so i'll just i'll just say like innocent until proven guilty for both parties right i'll let the courts decide i've never liked tiger um i understand he's the goat of golf whatever he also cheated on his first wife with how many women do you remember a lot do you remember like give me a number just give me a guess it was like some something crazy like 60 yeah, try doubling that. 120, classic. 120. I, I was thinking 100, 100, 100 but like, I just couldn't remember. Yeah, look, again, like I said, he doesn't exactly have the best track record of women, but also like grounds for breaking an NDA being like sexual assault or harassment. We're getting, know, we're getting a little bit different than like into sensitive topics here, yeah. but I, I fully will support anyone slandering Tiger. Sure. That's totally fair. I'm just saying like innocent till proven guilty here. He's this guilty. specific case guilty. feels like guilty. I, I, I'm not confident that he's guilty here. We can agree. I mean, to like, we can agree <laughs> he sent her on a trip and just like, yeah, please don't come back basically. Yeah. But you know what? Who knows what? I, 100%. What 100, 100% could be guilty. I'm just saying innocent until proven guilty on both parties. I'm not going to drag her through the mud. I am a little suspicious, but yes. Okay. Got it. I disagree. But here we go. We are entering the red carpet for the Sportsish Academy Awards, the Oscars. Um, so uh, the reason we're doing this is because the Oscars are on Sunday, this upcoming Sunday. I'm an award show fiend. I love award shows. I love the fashion. I love the celebrities. And I love the drama. There's always lots of drama. Speaking of, it's been now a year since the infamous Oscars slap. Mm. Interestingly enough, Chris Rock just dropped his Netflix, yeah, his Netflix special. special. We haven't, seen, we haven't seen it yet, but we and, need to we need to see it. Yeah, but apparently he he goes after Will. Hey, fair game at this point. <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, he's still has a lot of feelings about it. So that I think. In all my years watching award shows, I think that is the most dramatic 
like scene I've ever seen. That was pretty wild. I just remember watching that and being like, is this scripted? Well, we like, were, we rewinded it like probably 15 times. Well, it was weird because like we were watching it live yeah. and all of a sudden the noise cuts out and you're just like, what, what's I think going Will on? Smith is, is swearing and they're both comedic actors. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is, yeah. Is, is this bit. like a bit? And then he slaps him and you're like, is this a bit? And you're like, it's gotta be a bit like that doesn't happen. And then also like Chris Rock just like carries on. Yeah. No, no security does anything. You're just like, this has to be a bit right. And then it's like, nope, nope, absolutely not. And then he wins the Oscar. So you're kind of like, that was definitely a bit because he just won the Oscar. But I think at that point though, you could tell because he was so emotional. You're like, okay, I like, I don't, yeah, it was just such a weird, a whole, a whole thing was just pretty bizarre. And Oscar, nonetheless, for a sports movie. Yeah. Good um, movie. King Richard is a fantastic movie. It actually was eliminated from our sportsish movie madness bracket. But uh, yeah, I still... no credibility to that bracket. Not impressed with your guys's voting abilities. OK, you're clearly not our demographic, but we do have <laughs> our elite eight going on right now. Rocky, Cool Runnings, Sandlot, Rudy, Creed, Blindside, Remember the Titans, Miracle. So All good movies. All great movies. I'm telling you, Remember the Titans is probably going to win. But I digress. It's just my favorite. Okay, another dramatic award show moment. This doesn't have anything to do with sports, but I still like physically feel ill when I talk about it. But when La La Land won Best Picture, yeah, and they're giving their acceptance speech, and there's all this chaos and commotion, and all of a sudden the director says something like, "Well, actually, Moonlight, you won, you won," and he holds up the envelope that says Moonlight, and the announcer who was giving, (laughs) you can hear our dog snoring. Anyways, the announcer uh, who opened up the envelope said the wrong name. That was that was wild and uncomfortable. I don't know how you get that wrong. <laughs> Literally one job. Read. <laughs> read. Literally, that's all you need to do. I, I just remember so Ryan Gosling's face. So funny. Everyone was dying. A lot of the La La Land cast was actually like laughing. I'm sure they were devastated, but you can't help but see the humor in that. And like, how do you how else are you going to react? Right. Like, you can't be like can't get like super upset and pull like a Kanye West, right? Like it's, yeah. you just gotta be like gracefully accept defeat and be humiliated and laugh it off. That was, that was so cringy. So they do have a host this year, which they have not had a host in a few years. Um, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting mm. and I know you have a hot take. You don't like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. I don't like him. I love Jimmy Kimmel. Are you, do you like Jimmy Fallon better? Yeah, I like Jimmy Fallon better. I, to be fair, like I'm not like a huge Jimmy Fallon fan per se, but I like him better, and I find he's at least funnier. You think Jimmy Fallon is funnier than Jimmy Kimmel? Well, See, yes, I and disagree. It, but it's just not just that. Like I just don't like Jimmy Kimmel. It's not that he's just not funny. I just like I could I could give you a list. Like we don't need to go there. But... I'll, I'll say this because okay. I, I need to at least justify myself. I think he's a little bit of a hypocrite. Okay, doesn't exactly have the best track record even at the Emmys. Mm, I don't um, remember that. He had like a, a part where he kind of stole the show from Quinta Brunson when she won an Emmy for writing for a comedy series category. Mm-hmm. Um, also, people forget this. Speaking of previously Carl Malone doing the blackface thing with Carl Malone. Okay. Not only that, he has a history of like sexually harassing women on his, la- on his show, The Man Show, where he did all like he literally groped a woman on it. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy, Jimmy no, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know all of that. I kind of think he's funny. Maybe I. Also, need he's to consistently the this. lowest rated late night show. Wow. Ashton with the passion yep. against the Jimmy Kimmel. I will be watching the Oscars. I like Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, well, passively watch it with you. <laughs> As you do. And um, there's some nominees this year. The best picture nominees, we've literally seen one of them, one movie. Which usually I feel like I've seen at least half. This year, the only one we've seen is Top Gun Maverick. Honestly, fantastic. It, yeah. Do I think it's going to win Best Picture? Absolutely not. I hope so. I'm sorry. Our Theo's dog. Theo's very into this. Our dog <laughs> thinks 
And now he's just sad <laughs> that we've been ignoring him. So sorry, Theo. Um, okay, so we're, I guess we're rooting for Top Gun for Best Picture because that's the only one we've seen. But I will say everything, everywhere, all at once, Asian cast, Team Asia. So looks like I'm cheering for them. Yes, I guess that represents um, everything, everywhere, all at once. It was nominated 11 times. We should watch it. I've heard incredible things. They lead the nominations this year. It has to be incredible. So... We also will support them. I'm excited for the Oscars. I love the Oscars, but we are not a movie podcast. We are a sports podcast. So instead of really diving much more into the Oscars, we are going to dive into our own sportsish Oscars. And what I did is I took Oscar awards and I posted them on our stories. And you guys were the Academy and you voted for who you wanted to win each award. And... We got some surprising results, some not surprising results. We're going to go over them. Are you ready, Ashton, for the Sportsish Oscars? I am. Okay. We're going to start with the Best Picture Award. And that is, in Sportsish terms, the hottest athlete. Mm. I know you feel passionate about this. I saw you voted on this one. You, you voted. You, Who did I vote for? You voted for our winner. Okay. I was going to say, okay, like, it could, go, it could go two ways. I let's was looking go over at the them. nominees. We have F1 driver, Charles Leclerc. We have quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. We have quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And we have NBA player, Devin Booker. You went too fast. I was going to make a um, Robert Kraft joke, but. About what? About Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, dear. That controversy. Go back on Sportsish's reels from last, I think, April, was it? I can't remember, yeah. And check out how Jimmy Garoppolo might be the father of one of Robert Kraft's adopted might children. Might be. He absolutely is. It's wild. Yeah. And it's come true. On. It's true. Okay, drum roll, please. The Oscar goes to Jalen the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. It was really close between him and Jimmy Garoppolo, but Jalen ultimately won. Personally, I thought it should have been Tom Wilson, but Lily wouldn't put him in the running. No one knows who that is unless you're an enthused hockey fan. They don't need to know who he is. They just need to see a picture of him. He is attractive. He is an attractive man. We like Tom Wilson, mm-hmm. but Jalen Hurts ultimately takes home the yes. award for best picture. Well-deserved. Very good looking guy. If he can't no win complaints. a Super Bowl, he can win a sportsish mm-hmm. Oscar. Congratulations. Congratulations, Jalen. Um, I'm sure he would have a very epic acceptance speech um, thanking his all-female team. He's so cool. All right. We're going to go into the best actress award, which we put as the fan favorite female athlete. Oh, no hottest female? We did not do that. Only no. objectifying men. I see how it is. Yep, that's what we do over at the Sportsish. <laughs> Welcome to the page. Uh, our Best Actress Award. We nominated Chloe Kim after winning the gold medal in Beijing. Aileen Gu. Eileen Gu. She won multiple gold medals in Beijing. Kelsey Plum. She is a standout star WNBA player. She also just got married last week. Fun fact. Yeah. And Serena Williams. Goat. Enough said. Uh, Ashton, you can announce the Oscar. Uh, roll, please. And our award for fan favorite female athlete goes to Serena Williams. She is a fan favorite. We love her. You guys love her. I get it. Yeah, well deserved. Good She'll, competition. She comes back up. She is the only athlete to have. Two Oscars tonight. Wow. Did I vote for anyone? I voted for someone. I'm trying to remember who I voted for, though. You voted for Serena. Did I? You did. I'm shocked I didn't vote for Chloe Kim. I love Chloe Kim. Um, I was surprised she didn't get more votes. I default vote for Asians, you know. Okay, but you didn't this time. You voted for Serena Williams. All right. We're going to switch things up. The fan favorite male athlete. This one was so close, like within like five votes of each other. So we had Steph Curry. Joe Burrow, Messi, and Nadal were fan favorites for the male athletes. And the Oscar goes to Steph Curry. Hot dad. We love him. No complaints. Could have gone any of those ways. 
I think he, this past year especially, has had such an epic... I mean, he broke the three-point record for the NBA. He graduated college. He won the NBA championship. He won the MVP of the NBA championship. And he is having a rough year. So let's give him, I mean, a rough current season. So let's give him the Oscar to boost him back up. But he had an epic like 2022. So I think he deserves it. We love him. He's just so likable. I don't even know why. Very likable. Honestly, all the guys there are very likable. I know. I guess that's kind of goes hand in hand with being a fan favorite. Fan favorite. (laughs) It's true. All right. Hot take, guys. Let's move on to the best supporting actor and actress. Cutest couple is what we meant. Go ahead and read those nominees. All right. We have nominated for cutest couple, Justin Verlander and Kate Upton. Your favorite. Our new neighbors. Our new neighbors. Big fans. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. David and Victoria Beckham. And Russell Wilson and Ciara. Who (laughs) apparently doesn't have a last name. Honey, Ciara. Ciara. Okay. Like Sierra Mist. Exactly. All right. She doesn't need a last name. She is Sierra. And the cutest couple award goes to David and Victoria Beckham. There's no surprise there. He is obviously not a current athlete, neither is Dwayne Wade, but he's such a favorite. They've been married for, I think, like 21 years. Hmm. We've talked about them before. I'm not surprised they won. They're adorable. They give us great content. I read something. This might have been clickbait. But something said that they don't share many meals together because their eating habits are so different. And that she's like such an extreme healthy eater that she like doesn't eat what David eats. And so they don't like sit down often for meals together. That could be a lie, but that's what what? the article said. Saving some arguments. (laughs) That's true. That's true. They make it work. Don't have have to fight about people stealing your fries or anything like that. (laughs) You sound like you're talking from experience here. No, I'm just speculating <laughs> based on what I've seen with other people. Right. Obviously. Never it's fine. We're okay, guys. Fries. We're okay. <laughs> never. We love marriage. It's fine. We're okay. All right. The best drama, which is we translated to the biggest drama king in sports. We have some, a good lineup. Okay. Kyrie Irving. We know Kyrie's drama. He's... He started with the vaccination drama. He did not want to get vaccinated, and thus he could not play in the state of New York because of our city's rules, Um, and he was playing for a New York team, so he could not play any home games. Then he had his drama with anti-Semitic statements and tweets, and he would not like publicly apologize. He was suspended. The NBA fined him. They made him go through a training and um anyways that was really messy he eventually did apologize then he had this situation with the nets where he decided that he wanted to be traded he did eventually get traded but he just seems to cause drama wherever he goes yeah so he is now playing for dallas dallas Mm -hmm. mavericks with luca Doncic. Right? Is that how you say it? I actually don't know. I always pronounce it Doncic, but like, who knows? That feels more right. Okay. Kyrie Irving is our first nominee. Second nominee, Tiger Woods, which... Feels like kind of only relevant really recently. Recently, but he hopped in to the Drama King spotlight. And if you want to go back to 2009, he would absolutely take the cake. Yeah. Um, but the tampon controversy. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, the tampon and the ex-girlfriend Tiger's living in the drama right now. Uh, Tristan Thompson, as we know, dated Chloe K on and off and then decided to father another child with his personal trainer as Chloe was pregnant. Well, no, she wasn't pregnant, but their surrogate was pregnant with their second child together. It's just really unfortunate. He's not my favorite. Um, Aaron Rodgers is our fourth nominee. And the Oscar goes to... Aaron Rodgers. And it is no surprise why. So let's talk about Aaron Rodgers' controversy real quick. 
he started with vaccination controversy mm-hmm. and the NFL had a vaccination mandate, I believe. Yeah, kind of. And so a reporter asked Aaron, are you vaccinated against COVID-19? His response was, yes, I am immunized. Yeah. Comes to find out he is, he has COVID and he was not vaccinated. He did a special treatment. Yeah. He did like a special treatment to quote unquote, help immunize him. He says he's allergic to something in the COVID. Yeah. And so he actually, he was, he had, there was a, like in his defense with the immunizations, they, 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 I forget. There's like, you know, the warning signs, like if you have an allergy to X, Y, Z consult with your doctor. And he did legitimately have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he misled the the public a little, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, and also clarifying the NFL didn't have like a mandate, but they did have a lot of like rules. If you weren't vaccinated, right. you had to like, you know, do X, Y, Z. And he broke some of those rules. Like he went to a team Halloween party. Yeah. I think they were, yeah. Minor infractions, but yeah, and he, he was fined yeah. for that. Um, okay. He like has something with the Packers. He's, He's stayed thus far. He will not be staying after this season. He's kind of made that clear. But um, he also did that two seasons ago. He, like, didn't show up to training camp. He feuded with the general manager. Yeah, just leading up to the contract negotiations. He basically just has, like, back and forth consistently about the future and what teams he's going to. And he likes to be dramatic that way. Then there's, of course, Shailene Woodley who is one of many women that he has dated, one of many women in the public eye, but she's a very famous actress. They kind of had a tumultuous relationship. They had this weird public interview in Disney World. Have you ever seen it? No. It's so, it is so cringe. They're like talking about how obsessed they are with each other. It's in the Grand Floridian, one of my favorite hotels in the world. And they're sitting there like, basically trying to prove each other's love in this really awkward interview. We should put it on our profile <laughs> tomorrow. It is so, so, so cringe. But now he's dating someone named Mallory Edens, who's 26 years old. She is the daughter of the Milwaukee Bucks owner. Oh, kind of. Are, they still, are they still dating or was it like a fling? I told you this, that someone messaged me and was like, oh, yeah, he's dating. my." So this is just a college girl messages me and says, oh, yeah, Aaron's dating a girl I know from college. She's currently in college, so probably 22 year old. And I was like, oh, is Mallory Edens in college? Like, are you friends with Mallory? And the girl was like, no, he's dating my friend X and says the friend's name. And meanwhile, People Magazine, who they don't get it wrong, says he's dating Mallory Edens. So what's what's the name of this girl? I'm not going to out this girl on Instagram, but I will say that I have received some information that Aaron is two timing Mallory Edens. And I have no heard it here first. Heard it here first. I don't want to slander Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think we are at all surprised that he might be two timing people. He then continued to have a terrible season. He also is totally in non-communication with his family, his brother and his parents, brothers and his parents. Um, So there's that. And then finally, at the tippy top, not that this is a dramatic thing, but he's really gotten into this. I don't know how to say it. Ayahuasca. 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 Here for it. I mean, he likes it. And he. I feel like he's kind of brought it in. I know it's not like technically not been mainstream, but I feel like he sort of brought it mainstream. I feel like a lot of people have been getting it. Is it legal? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like a cultural thing. It has to be legal because he openly talks about how he uses it and he's not getting in trouble. People openly talk about how they smoke weed, right? And it's not necessarily legal everywhere here. That's true. That's true. Well, but I do. You're right. I, I don't think as a public figure in the NFL, he can like talk about. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would assume it's legal. Okay. So he's really into the ayahuasca. But um, yeah. So he went to this darkness retreat and now he might be coming to the New York Jets. That's the rumor, right? Yeah. The, the Jets are kind of pushing for it. We'll see. 
That'd be cool. That would be cool. Well, no. I I mean, I don't know how I, I feel I, about him. I like I like Aaron Rodgers. I'm not surprised, Dash. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but yeah. You, I, I you like, like controversial, controversial characters. You also think Tiger is innocent in this whole situation. I didn't say that. I just said like... <laughs> innocent until proven innocent guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. Tiger is clearly a sore spot in our marriage. Not really. With but. the tampon controversy and all of this. Are you team Tiger? Me? Yeah. What do you mean team Tiger? Like you, you like him. I love watching him play golf, if that's what you mean. But like, I also recognize that, you know, I don't have that. A little bit of a checkered, checkered history. Checkered is a good way of putting it. All right. So our next nomination is for best comedy. AKA funniest athlete. Funniest. Yeah. Funniest athlete. So our nominees are Giannis Antetokounmpo, (laughs) Jamal Williams. Travis Kelsey and Brent Burns. Okay, Brent Burns. We should tell the people who that is. That's an NHLer, as Ashton would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like a funny NHLer. He's missing his two front teeth. He has like this weird wildlife retreat out in Texas with a bunch of wild <laughs> animals and snakes. Like he a big, big reptile guy. Like a stand up guy, but he's funny. Avid hunter. Yeah, he's a really funny guy. Stand up guy. Funny. Yeah, he's he actually, him and um, what is his name? Joe Thornton. They did a ESPN oh, a, body, the body issue, issue. and I they remember. like made them with these because they both are like have these like pretty big beards. Yes. And they just like they made the beards super long and like covered their private parts. But yeah, he it's it's yeah, he's a funny guy. OK, so. And the oh, Oscar yes. goes uh, to. And the Oscar for best comedy goes to drumroll, please. Travis Kelsey. I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know what? Not gonna lie, kind of bummed it wasn't Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is amazing. Travis Kelsey is on everyone's mind because of the SNL episode. He is very funny, and he pulled off a very good episode. Mm-hmm. That's why he won. Yes, but, but Jamal Williams has some of the most incredible sound bites. He's underrated. I mean, his interviews are hysterical. The one there's like an interview where he, you, you know, they do like the college introductions, like oh. You know, like Jamal Will- or like, you know, like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like Jamal Williams. And then I, I don't even know because he like lifts off this like random scene from Naruto, this Japanese anime. Just like really funny things like this. And then like other his other um, interview, literally speaking of Oscars, could have won an Oscar for his performance. You know the one I'm talking about, right? Yes. He, he gets like super emotional. That is grandpa. Yeah, he so he just breaks this record by Barry Sanders for rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Right? And so he's being interviewed. He's super emotional. He's dedicating dedicating it to his grandpa who has just passed away. You know, he's crying. And then he just like flips the switch and like starts talking trash last, like hyping up his team. He's like, but don't don't let these tears fool you. You know, we all dog <laughs> up in here. You know, and it's just like it was incredible feeling all of the emotions, but just such a he's funny guy. He's so funny. And I think just not enough people know who he is. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's so authentic, like authentically himself. And it's just so refreshing. I feel like you rarely see that with athletes. Yeah. And when you do a lot of times, it's like, oh, turns out that athlete's a total piece of crap. I'd like to see the Lions do well next year. Because yeah, of Jamal honestly. Williams. Yeah. I like it. Okay. The next category we have is best costume design, which... We did best dressed sports and fashion have really collided over the past few years. There is a GQ sports section. So a lot of pregame fits are now just incredibly stylish. I think it used to be all athletes showed up in a suit no matter what. And now it's just totally changed the game. We have some really great nominees, Lewis Hamilton, F1 driver, a king when it comes to fashion. Aja Wilson is a WNBA player who always looks good before every game. Kyle Kuzma has really pushed the limits in fashion. Mm. Obviously, NBA player. He wears the most bizarre things. I'm sorry. Fashionista over there. He is a fashionista, but like he's one of those fashionistas that you look at, you're like, is that fashion or is that a cardboard box? Yeah, it's like one of those weird like runway things where you're like, this... This doesn't make any sense, but, you know, here we are. Here we are. Okay. Uh, And then Stefan Diggs, who I really love. 
Um, and the Oscar goes to Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo Bills. Stefan is known for his fashion, but mostly his like cleat design. He has a lot of like specialty cleats made. One that just is top of mind is when Betty White died. He had cleats oh, yeah. with her that. face on yeah. them the next game. I didn't know he was much of a fashion icon, but I did know he, you know, he frequently does his cleats. He's a fashion icon. We featured him several times and uh, he won the Oscar. So way to be Stefan Diggs. Go Bills. Yes. Go Bills. All right. Our next category, you know, the in memoriam when they, they honor uh, all of yes. those who passed away. I don't know why I'm saying this with a smile. I just like I tried to get really We're creative honor with this. the athletes who have passed away. No, we aren't. We are honoring the athletes who retired this year. So we gave four athletes who retired this year. I also should have added Sean White. That was a snub by me. Snubbed Oscar. Uh, Sean White snubbed. Uh, I'm so sorry, Sean White. He also, he and Nina Dobrev could have been in the cutest couples. They're very cute. Uh, but anyways, Olympic snowboarder Sean White retired this year. He is not in the running, but Tom Brady is because he actually mm-hmm. did retire again. Allegedly. He retired we'll twice. Maybe, uh, maybe he's going to retire a third time. Uh, please don't. Don't say it. Serena Williams retired, Roger Federer retired, and Sue Bird retired, WNBA player. Let me say this. 200 of you voted that you were saddest about Tom Brady retiring. What the hell is wrong with you? I was one of them. Have we established that Tom Brady should have retired the first time? Because when he came back, his marriage blew up in flames. His family was broken apart. And needless to say, the football wasn't very good. I like watching him play. Nope. I nope. like watching the drama unfold. I just uh, kind of like him. I'm not. I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I am a Serena F- Williams fan. And the Oscar goes to Serena Williams. She also might not even retire. She's left it open-ended. She did say she could pull a Tom Brady. But her interview, I believe in, it was in Vanity Fair, stated that she is trying to expand her family and that's why she retired. Mm, so fair. for her sake, I hope that works out for her. It was heartbreaking to see her retire. And I so, so, so wanted her to win the U S open and she, she advanced pretty far. Yeah. She, I mean, quarterfinals. I don't remember. I'm trying to, um, when she lost, she I remember she lost, I remember that she lost to that pretty young girl. Yes. Um, it wasn't the Canadian though, was it? No. Anyways, Serena Williams went to the U S open. She did well mm-hmm. and she obviously didn't win. That would have yeah. been kind of epic. That'd been very epic, but, but she slayed and she looked great. She was matching with her daughter, Olympia. I love Serena. We will miss her special achievement award. We gave as like the most amazing record break this year. There were a lot of records broken. I think, I don't know. This one was hard for me because there were so many good ones. LeBron James broke the NBA, NBA all-time scoring record. He passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 38,387 points. Aaron Judge broke the American League record for home runs with 62. There was the most fans ever at a women's soccer match, which was the Women's Champions League quarterfinal between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Uh, There was over 91,000 fans for a women's soccer match. The previous record was in the 60,000s. So that's pretty epic that the record was not only broken, it was smashed. Yeah. And then there was the oldest woman ever at the to compete in the Winter Olympics. She was 49 years and 362 days. So she did speed skating. Speed skating. Speed skating at 50 years old. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. And the Oscar goes to LeBron James. Breaking the NBA all-time scoring record. That's fair. That's a pretty substantial record. We're not surprised. Yeah. You know who else would have got snubbed? Who? Michaela 
Schifrin. She broke the record for women for most World Cup wins in skiing. Yeah. And, and she's on the verge of potentially this weekend breaking the all time record. All time. Any um, gender. Yeah. For most World Cup wins. Is it, is it World Cup wins or is it just like downhill? I think it's World Cup wins. World Cup wins. Which is incredibly impressive. So go, Michaela Schifrin. We're, we're cheering for you. I'm sorry for your snub. All right. Our last award. What is it? It's the best story. Oh, yes. So we have Messi is the first one winning the World Cup, his last World Cup. He did say it would be his last. Yeah. Um, that was pretty exciting to watch. It was a watch. very good. Yeah, it was great to watch. Felt like the world outside of France was <laughs> cheering him on. Yeah, I was not cheering French. for France. Um, Nathan Chen winning the gold medal. Nathan Chen was kind of the underdog going in and won the gold medal for the U.S. in mm. men's figure skating. And that was really exciting. Uh, the St. Peter's Peacocks in March Madness. Yeah. Total Cinderella story. Overcame Doug. the odds. Who is Doug? Why do you say that? He was their... Was he their b- captain? Uh, captain or point guard. But yeah, he was that like their, their kind of star player. Wow, he he defied the odds. That was a Cinderella story. The last option for the best story award was the Demar Hamlin story. Yeah, I I don't even know the result, but like if that doesn't win, then well, it did. The Oscar goes to Demar Hamlin and his recovery. That was a surreal experience watching that live. I'm gonna say that that was the scariest event I've ever seen happen in live sports. And I don't watch every game, every football game a week, but we just happened to be watching that one where we like the Bills and we like the Bengals. Yeah, it was a great, well, it would have been a great game. It would have been a great game. And there was a pit in my stomach automatically, just as there was everyone's. I was asked when I was on a podcast a few weeks ago about the DeMar Hamlin conspiracies. No. And what I thought about them. Um, I'll make myself clear that I think that it all happened, that DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field because he was hit in the chest and his heart stopped. And I think that he was revived and saved. And it was just a beautiful story. And I think it brought the sports world together. I think it's, we saw broadcasters openly praying on television we saw players openly crying on the field. Josh Allen, like little cutie, fell in love with him, like crying all the time, talking about Tamar Hamlin. I think it was just a really powerful movement in sports. And then the aftermath, when you see the medical personnel who helped revive him being honored, not just at the next game, but then at the Super Bowl. And he you know, received NFL honor awards. Um, he w- was invited to the Super Bowl. He, he seems to be doing well. You know, I, I don't know the ins and outs of recovery from that type of injury, but he bounced back. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a really cool thing to watch. It was really cool to see. Yeah. Things that you just don't really see, like people praying on television. Um, yeah, it was all around just a really uplifting is not the right word. Uplif- but, it was uplifting, but it, it was it was a remarkable experience. It was really cool to watch. And it's not something that you really ever see. Um, and obviously kind of that, that happy ending. I think um, with sports, there's a lot of like tough guy. Like persona portrayed, especially when it comes to the NFL and it felt like those walls were kind of ripped down and we were able to see a more human side of the players and of the game. The truth of the matter is sports are dangerous and this it's a scary reality. The NFL has had a lot of drama this season with concussions and injuries and it's been total totally conflicting. I don't know. What, are, what is your take on it, on the danger of sports uh, and what it can do to these players and how it can affect their lives, 
a lot of people hate the NFL for it. Yeah, the NFL has a terrible track record for prioritizing the health of players. Like, there's no, no denying that. I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, like, look, sport, yeah, sports are dangerous. I mean, there are risks associated with everything, um, especially these really physical sports. Um, yeah. I'm just, you know, happy that he was okay. Yeah, it was it was an amazing thing to watch. And sorry to disappoint, but I don't buy into the conspiracy theories. The Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory was my favorite conspiracy theory of all time. But it's been disproved because now she's dating Tyga. Did you oh, yeah, see that? I saw that? Yeah, I did see that. What the random? That is the... Mo- did you know she's Canadian? Uh, duh. You know all the famous Canadians. Yeah. Avril Lavigne, man. Loved her forever. What a, what a, what a, like, step up to go from Kylie Jenner to Avril Lavigne. I, is that a step up? Oh, like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Huge step up. Now Tyga's the skater boy. Tyga, the skater boy. All right. We're getting off track. Thank you for attending the Sportsish Oscars. We will see you next week. This has been the Sportsish Podcast. Yeah. Thank you for joining us.